And what's funny is every single time one of us said a limiting belief out loud, the other people in the room would almost like scoff. In I know. Loving I encouragement, when you actually shared way. that one. I literally said, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've yeah. ever heard in my life. <laughs> Friends by accident, podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degan and Kristen Mandela. All right, folks, we are very excited to announce that we have our first ever sponsor collaborator and it is truly the perfect fit they are viv so they're an eco-conscious period product brand we absolutely love them al's just trying out their products too you were very happy no i'm very excited yeah i love them um i've been using their menstrual cup for the past few years and i'm absolutely obsessed they use like things like bamboo and corn fiber to reduce agricultural waste um and put them towards their biodegradable pads and tampons and we love that we love it So if you want to support us and you need some more period care, you can head to the affiliate link in our show notes. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Viv. Um, I'm so excited to start this season. Me too. When we were planning it, we were freaking pumped. Yes. And we wanted to start the season off strong. So if you (laughs) guys follow us on socials. Start strong, middle strong, end strong. (laughs) Yeah. Strong throughout. Yes. We're on fire. But you'll see... That my girl, my boo, mm-hmm. Kristen, shaved her head. I did. Like I have no more badass. hair. I know. <laughs> and I'm here for it, both metaphorically and I was there physically. Yes, And that's you were. what we're going to talk about in the room. So I'm super pumped about this episode because I, because I like really want to talk about why you did it and kind of like the process. Right. It. it was quite it was a process. Like, it really was. It was like a ritual. It and was. And I loved it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so um, why did you shave your head? Are you having a nervous breakdown? Um, the everyone. long answer is no. The short answer Maybe. is yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so it's really strange how it all came about. First of all, I was so happy that you were there to be a part of it. And we'll get into like that whole process. But I guess mm-hmm. leading up to it, it's been kind of a long time coming. In from my view, I don't think a lot of people knew that. But for me, it was a very long time coming. I can literally remember... When I was going to Dalhousie University in Halifax, this was probably in second or third year and walking by another student, a woman who had hair like how I have now, like very, very short. Mm -hmm. And I was like, shit, that looks so cool. Cool. I would love to have my hair that short. And I was like, one day before I die, I'm going to cut my hair short. But in the back of my head, even when I said that out loud, like to my girlfriend that I was walking with, I second guessed myself and was like, oh, I'm going to look really masculine. I'm going to like not. Like, I mean, I hate it as soon as I do it. I'm so impulsive. Like, I'm, I know it. It's going to be like doing bangs where I'm going to love yeah. it for like a day and then hate it. But it always stuck in the back of my head. And then over the Christmas break, I was just like literally falling asleep to the idea of me cutting my hair off. And I remember waking up in the morning and I told Andres, I was like, I really want to cut off all my hair and I can't stop thinking about it. Like, I don't know what's going on. But I kind of love those feelings because you're just yeah. like, I know this is right. I like and can't stop. Totally. It just felt like very, I don't use the word lightly, but like spiritual. I, okay. I And it wasn't like in this weird, like I'm having this obsessive thought. It was just like, it's time for you to cut your hair off. It's mm-hmm. time. And I felt very, I didn't feel nervous. I didn't feel anxious about it. It just felt like fact, like it was just going to be happening. And I remember I took my last shower 
with my long hair and it already mm-hmm. felt like it was gone. Like I was like saying mm-hmm. a goodbye to it and I've never had uh-huh. an experience like this before. So I think maybe for people that aren't super like, you know what I mean? Like, spiritual like I'm not super spiritual yeah, yeah. either really, but it just, um, stick with me kid. <laughs> yeah. St- stick with me. Don't, I, I don't want to lose anybody quite yet, but it was just like a very, di- like, it's very difficult for me to uh, yeah. understand or even really explain. And the only thing that I can kind of say to it is that, I really always felt like my hair was a really I, like big identifier for me. Yeah, like people really is. always complimented my hair. Yeah. I had like a really nice thick bob and I used like highlighting spray, like a John Frieda highlighting spray. So it always was like quite blonde. Mm-hmm. And ever since I was a kid, I like kind of always was like, oh, I'm blonde. Like that's a really big part of my yeah. personality. You know yeah. what I mean? And I thought it's what kind of made me different because I never like salon dyed it I always just used like lemon or highlighting spray in the summers and stuff like that and it was always kind of like this badge of honor for whatever reason and I kind of wanted to challenge that in myself if that makes sense you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I I wanted to tell myself and show myself that I'm more than that and like that my Mm -hmm. beauty and like my internal worth is just like so far beyond like what I externally present myself as. Yeah. And I think as somebody that always has like looked pretty conventionally attractive in a lot of ways, like having thin privilege and being white and blonde and all these different, you know what I mean? Like these things are yeah, like yeah, very yeah. like they've hit the European standards of beauty. Yeah. I was just like, I felt very limited by trying to fit myself in that box when I always felt like I didn't necessarily internally see myself that way yeah I get that yeah and I think um so this is kind of a weird um offshoot of that but I had a very I've never felt like this before where it's like my intuition and I feel like you and I talk about intuition a lot but like yeah I had this weird I was going through like some a bit of a depression in the summer and I had this weird feeling that I needed to swim across the lake like the lake where Mm -hmm. my parents live up north and it was a very similar thing like it was just like this calling Mm -hmm. where I'm like I need to swim across the lake and I did it and it was like the most releasing feeling I'd ever had because I like I cried most of the way across (laughs) but I just like I felt like it was me kind of cathartically moving through these like really heavy feelings that I'd been experiencing and when I felt a very similar feeling when it came to cutting my hair off, I knew it was something that I could trust. Like it yeah. wasn't like a manic yeah. depressive feeling. It was like this internal I do, I direction. Have, you know what I mean? To, yeah. And when it comes to intuition, I always I, – I heard this on a podcast once and I can't remember exactly which one. But it, it always said that if it's like – if you're doing it out of like anxiety or like stress mm-hmm. or something, the, the option is going to feel easier. Right. Not necessarily lighter. It's just going to feel easier. If you're going with intuition, that the decision is going to feel lighter. Like it's like a, yeah, like it a was load effortless. off your back. Yeah. That's, what I, that's why. That's how you know the difference between – if anxiety makes you be like, oh my God, okay, like cool, I feel like great. I don't have to go through something difficult. Right. Then that's anxiety talking. But if you're right. going with something that you're like, I feel So lighter, in line. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, this feels so – this feels light, then that's your intuition talking. I love that. And I think that's exactly what happened. And I think when it came to um, actually deciding that I was going to cut my hair off, it just felt like it had already Mm -hmm. been decided. I I don't know. I remember even saying that. Yeah. On the day. I know. So I invited you and Chloe, our producer, over and it was us two and Andres. And I remember we were like, what should we do? We just finished dinner and it was actually Christmas Eve. We were spending it together in like a little friend's Christmas. And I remember... um, We all had like, we had all gotten like COVID. And so we were like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just spend Christmas together. Yes. And 
I think what was really special is that like we were like, what should we do for the rest of the night? Like, should we play games or should we do whatever? And I was like, I want you to help me cut off all my hair. (laughs) And I remember you looked at me being like, um, okay. (laughs) Well, the only reason I did, because we've talked about this, that you were like, I have a list of things I want to do. Yeah, it was more of a when, not an if. Yeah, and you, we had talked about it because you're turning 30 this year and you were yes. like, I want to do all this stuff. And I, I wanted to do like saying, a very performative thing where I was either going to shave yeah. it at my 30th birthday party or walk out to my 30th birthday party. That's and, the and one shock I shock everybody. Yeah. That you were going to walk out. So I was like, okay, I always knew that it was coming. So whenever you said it that day, I was like, it was like a, okay, yeah, sure. Kind yeah. of thing. I knew, I didn't think it would be in that moment. Right. Or I also thought, okay, like, yeah, you've told us this before. Right. But I didn't. But it then there was just something that it was like about that your, moment. yeah, but it, there was also like something about the way that you said it that I was like, uh, wait, are you talking about like, re- I couldn't figure out if you were like right now. Like this very or, moment. Yeah. Like we know you want to do it. And right. And so when you were like, like we hadn't no, even like, cleared right our dinner plates yet, basically. Yeah. And well, one of the reasons that I just decided to do it too was that I feel like I need one of the resolutions that I'm bringing into this year is just to get better at keeping promises to myself. And I feel like I often put other people before myself when it comes Mm -hmm. to making promises. Like if somebody asked me to do something, I would do that before I did something that I said that I was going to do for myself. And I was nervous that if I got to April when my birthday is, there was going to be something in the way. And one of my best Mm -hmm. friends, Hope, is getting married. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to shave my head like a week before her wedding. And then if I hate it, and then it's like a distracting element. And I just didn't want anything like that to get in the way. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I just deserve to, if I know I'm going to do it, I should just do it. Why do I need to do wait it. for a, like a special day? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we did it in this kind of witchy ritual wherein we all wrote down self-limiting it. beliefs, yeah. which is something that I've been trying to work through as well is just like yeah. um, giving less weight to these these ideas because like, like mm-hmm. our our thoughts are not fact. And I Mm -hmm. think that's something that has really become very apparent to me in the past few years is just like, just because I'm thinking something and that thing happens to be negative doesn't mean that it's Mm -hmm. real and doesn't mean that it deserves my energy. So we wrote down things you shared in the experience, Chloe did as well, Mm -hmm. where we wrote down things that have kind of like limited us and Mm -hmm. and beliefs that we have about ourselves. And then we read them out loud Mm -hmm. and then each one of us came up and chopped a massive chunk of my hair off. I have a reel on my Instagram yeah. Um, and on my TikTok. But if you want to see the process in, a, in an what's... emotionally charged video. Yeah. And also like the one that I, I just like love the single clip that you picked of <laughs> know, me I'm is sorry. like when I'm like blubbering the most like, because ugly it's crying. like, I know. because it's like my biggest limiting belief that I took her, I took her like most intense, literally clip the most intense it. one that I actually, <laughs> not like, the audio, like, not the audio. No, thank God. But like, even when I was, I remember even like saying it, I was like, okay, girl, you need to like calm yourself. I was like, it, it, that one yeah. is a big one for me where all right. my other limiting beliefs and I kind felt of so from that one. that you felt comfortable enough to share it in that setting. Always it was very with you guys. I know, but, but still. Um, what I also found funny from like the other side yes. of it was part of my hesitation in – like I can say my limiting beliefs now, like no question. I won't – there's no like – it's not like I'm going to cry or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just was that ritual was like very emotional because it was – I don't know. It just well, it was, was a very powerful energy of it. and emotional it was energy, super and people were being yeah. very vulnerable. I think yeah. it was just, and I think, and the act of cutting the hair was so physical that it's yeah. hard not to 
get emotional about it. I don't know if that makes and sense. And also, like, like we've talked about thing. this stuff, like me, you, and Chloe, but yeah. I think I've never said any of this stuff in front of Dre. No. And so I remember before I would even say a limiting belief out loud, I had this, which is which just goes to show you that it's like untrue, but I had this like almost hesitation to say it because I thought I don't want my friend like how do I explain this? Kind of like I don't want to say it You don't want to put the loud. idea in, in your friends' heads? No, I oh, actually okay. was like my friends are going to think I'm ridiculous for thinking this about myself, which, which means just that goes you know that it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ah, exactly it. I love. So I was like, "Oh my god, they're just going to think I'm so stupid." And what's funny is every single time one of us said a limiting belief out loud, the other people in the room would almost like scoff in a loving I encouragement when you actually non-judgmental shared way. That one, I literally said, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've yeah. ever heard in my life. And then I felt bad. I was like, I don't want to like delegitimize no, no, no. your process, but that is honestly <laughs> the dumbest thing you've ever heard. The dumbest in your thing I've ever life. heard that you'd ever think that about yourself. Yeah. And so I thought that was super interesting too. So like yeah. if anyone's listening and they're they have limiting beliefs, I would absolutely encourage you Try to, to share them, them out and say loud. Them out loud. Yeah. And also, like, say them out loud, honestly, to one of your friends. Because you're going to see their reaction. I know it's, like, very vulnerable and very scary and blah, blah, blah. So, like, have a friend with you that you can be as vulnerable as possible with. Totally. But, like, say it out loud and then watch the other person's reaction. Because this person that's in front of you loves you so much that they're going to see that how – how could you possibly think that that's true about yourself? Totally. And I think if you don't necessarily even have that person, yeah. saying it out loud and imagining Your somebody best saying friend that saying. about themselves, yeah. I think is just like, it puts it into perspective. Because I think if, I like, agree. if Dre ever told me any of those things, I'd be like, um, I don't understand what you're, t- yeah, I don't understand yeah. what you're talking about. And, but for whatever reason I get, like they lived in, they live in my head rent free. Oh, <laughs> you know what God. I mean? Yeah. Um, but I do They're- think that the act of, physically cutting the hair away from my body mm-hmm. as I said it it immediately mm-hmm. like I feel so different now mm-hmm. and it's weird that something like that could have such an impact on my mm-hmm. psyche you know what I mean yep. it's like people get haircuts all the time but I think matching it with those actions really it felt like I was cutting those thoughts away from my body people get haircuts all the time but haircuts actually have such a huge not to like get into like haircuts and their meanings, but like no, no, no. <laughs> haircuts actually like <laughs> the deep spiritual meaning that Gandhi put to haircuts. Yeah, um, yeah. they no. actually have such a huge thing on your identity, like a hold yeah, on your course. identity. Because I even know I've had short hair, I've had longer hair, I've had like medium length, I've had like all sorts of haircuts. I'm never committed to actually dyeing my hair because I don't want to lose the color. Right. But I always think I'm like ah hair, whatever, I'll cut it and it'll just grow back. But I do find that when I have longer hair, like I do right now, and I can throw it up into a bun, blah, 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 I do sometimes feel a little bit more feminine and girly or like I have to act a little bit more feminine and girly. I don't know what it is. But when I have short hair, and Mm -hmm. I say this all the time, the minute I cut my hair short above my shoulders, I walk out of there and I want to immediately immediately go to a tattoo parlor and get tatted yeah. i don't know what it is it's just it makes this, like, you feel bad edgier bitch. it makes me feel so much edgier and i mm. and i find that like i want to like dress differently i want to do this and i love that version of myself so i really go back and forth between having I think, short hair because it does it is a little bit more maintenance but yeah totally it does it changes you and the one of the first times i cut my hair this was what two 
not first times, but the first time I had it like above my shoulder that there was space. Yeah. The salon I went to was the first time, and I guess she didn't know that I'd had short hair before. She was cutting my hair and she was like asking me like quite personal questions for it being the first time at a salon. And like, I just met you. I don't even yeah, know totally. name, really. And she was like asking about like my relationship status, like my job, my this and that. And ah. I was like, but in like a more personal way. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, can't we just like talk about like what you did last Tuesday? Like, I really don't yeah. understand. And then at the end, and I was going through it in the chair. I was like, oh my God, this is so short, blah, blah, blah. So at the end, I asked her, because I loved it, and I was like, do you ever get people that come in and they, like, want to cut their hair short, and then they just, like, they don't love it, and they, like, you know, they say something to you? She's like, all the time. She goes, which is exactly why I was asking you all those questions. I wanted to know if you were cutting your hair because you're going through something. Uh, She was trying to gauge your, like... She was trying to gauge, like, am I having having a mental breakdown that I'm just chopping my hair? Because it was quite a drastic cut at the time. Yeah. And she was like, I just wanted to know that you were of essentially like sane mind coming here to cut your hair because <laughs> but you wanted to. But she was doing it as not... she was already cutting your hair. She just wanted yeah. to make sure. <laughs> she was like, are you good, babe? You're not yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a very like well, identifying feature. Yeah, totally. I think especially if you've been told, I think a lot of for like feminine, like female presenting people, especially it's like such a big part of like... Mm-hmm especially wanting to be perceived as being feminine. And I think that yeah. was the biggest challenge at the very beginning is I remember growing up and since I was always quite a tomboy, feeling like I had to kind of compensate in other ways by being like especially yeah. female. And I think yeah. now that my hair is very short, it's been quite liberating to mm-hmm. not really care yeah. and also to feel very beautiful with with super short hair has been very yeah. liberating because it's kind of been showing – it's been yeah exemplifying to myself that like my yeah. my worth is so much more than that yeah. you know what i mean yeah i remember dre as a joke because i told him like why i wanted to do it and how i wanted to kind of like mm-hmm. push this idea of like i'm i'm more than what i look like and all these different things and he was like i kind of wish that you didn't look as good as you do with short <laughs> hair because you're not really going to learn your lesson <laughs> Which i know is very sweet because i do feel no, like, like this I love looks the look so you Thanks. I feel very me, which is a very, it's a wonderful feeling. I never really knew that I wasn't feel like I was kind of disassociating between how I looked in the Mm -hmm. mirror and how I felt until I cut my hair short. And I was like, oh my God, this is how I feel on the inside. Yeah. Like I feel like I look like this person on the inside. Yeah. And that felt really, it was a really like beautiful moment. I do. I love that. I love that so much. And the ritual was just like, great. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> It'll grow out. It's going to be in that like little awkward stage. Mm-hmm. I do think the only like, time I've ever had that experience with a haircut is when I cut it in like January 2020. Mm. And I remember cutting it that short because that was the first time I, I had loved. it. Like the space above my shoulder, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I remember it was a thinking bob. like, Bob, yeah, like short Bob. And I remember thinking like, I came home and I was like, this is the most me I've ever felt. Your energy the, was like super yeah. badass when you had Because I also just like love, I think women's collarbones are so sexy. Agree. And like they just kind of make you feel a little when you have your collarbone like short. Like a little. You're ah. like. Ah. Give me a little. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so I feel, um, I think I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for my hair to grow out a little bit so I can chop and donate. That's kind love. of why I'm growing it out right now. But yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I donated. Totally... I'm gonna donate. I actually haven't even sent my hair, and I literally have a bag of hair. I need to do that ASAP. You just reminded me, but I'm yeah. gonna donate mine to Matter of Trust, which like weaves them into mats that help with oil spills. Because I've donated my hair like three times before, and it's all been to children's cancer like wigs mm-hmm. or, yeah. or kids with like alopecia or any other diseases that um, make it hard for them to grow hair. But I thought I'd change it up this time. Hmm, I can do that. I'll do that too. Sure. When I donate. It's actually really cool. It's a cool little org. They That's like ma- they weave them into mats because like obviously oil spills are so detrimental to the environment and mm-hmm. also to our health. But yeah. the hair, for whatever reason, the pores in hair are really, really effective in soaking up oil in water, That's which really is super cool. cool. I know. That is so very cool. People like lay out massive mats. Pretty Damn. sweet. All right. Well, I also wanted to ask like this was – this whole experience was like – over a month ago now, especially by yeah. the time this episode comes out, it'll be almost like exactly five, yeah. six weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you still feel that? I guess like lightness that you felt then. Yeah, definitely. I think. I think it made me kind of have a reconciliation a little bit with New Year's resolutions because I realized Mm. that when you wait for a change to come, but you wait for a Monday or you wait for a fresh Mm -hmm. start or you wait for New Year's or you wait for your birthday you put a lot of undue pressure on mm-hmm. things. And I think it also yeah. makes it seem like the person that you've always wanted to be doesn't exist yet. And I think the one thing that I learned through this experience is you're already that person. You just have yeah. to decide to be like them. You know what yeah. I mean? I, and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I love that so much. I literally wrote it down on a sheet of paper because I just like came to my head where I was like, I want to live like the the person I admire the most like if I see somebody that's like living their truest self super bold and unapologetic and Mm -hmm. just like in themselves you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. standing in themselves I always admire those people so much but there's nothing standing in the way from me being that person for myself yeah yeah other than this perceived notion that like I have to wake up at 5 a.m and drink cold brew and have this like aesthetic morning routine it's like I feel like that's the one thing that social media not the one thing there's a million things but one thing that I find detrimental is that it feels like we can't make those changes in ourselves unless it looks a certain way. We can't chop our ha- hair until we're at a certain weight or w- once we have a tan yeah. or once it's this. It's like these are all just perceptions, all barriers that we've put in our own yeah. way. And I think that's the one thing that I learned in this experience when I just like chose a day where we were together for dinner. And I was like, I'm, I don't need to wait for my 30th birthday. I don't need to wait for New Year's. I don't need to wait for it to be like this special Monday where I feel super hot and I'm not bloated or whatever the fuck. It's like, yeah. if you keep waiting for these days where everything feels perfect, you're never going to do it. And then you're never going to be the person that you always were supposed to be and that you yeah, already they always are say, you know what start I mean before you're ready and yeah do something and before you're ready and you'll totally. just figure stuff out along the way I just think it's really easy to set back those barriers or set back those like those to-dos and those things yeah. that you want to do because you want to wait for it to feel right and I've done mm-hmm. that forever where I'm like I don't want to cut my, sh- my hair short until I'm like at a certain weight or like yeah. these like toxic ideas that I have in my head where yeah. I'm like it'll look better if I'm this or that yeah. I know and it's you'll, so you'll just never do it you'll never no, do it and Just New Year's resolutions, is, <laughs> like it's such a it's such a funny finicky thing because like you know me, I freaking I love New Year's. Like New mm-hmm. Year's Day is like a religious holiday for me, and I think and it is. It can be a special reset. I just think you can't and I only do, wait. No, totally. And I see New Year's Day. The reason I love it so much is because I think that like we've gotten into this in other in other episodes, but it's like re- you deserve rest. Period. Mm-hmm. Without feeling unproductive. And I feel like New Year's Day is the one day of the year that like things are not open. Yeah, that can exist. I even think that like 
I know with Christmas Day and stuff like that, it's like you shouldn't be working on Christmas Day, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, but there's Christmas obligations Day, you have family obligations that. and totally. this and that. Whereas New Year's Day, like you have no obligations whatsoever. And I worked in a restaurant for seven years and not once did I work on New Year's Day. Even right. when people were like, hey, can you work? Never. Like, right. absolutely. I'll that work Christmas day. Eve, Boxing Day, and New Year's Eve only to have New Year's Day off because wow. it's just, I I love that day that I feel so incredibly unproductive and I don't feel bad about it because yeah. I'm like, it's New Year's Day. I want to eat. I don't even say, okay, my, my diet's going to start, though I don't have that mentality anymore, but it's like my diet never started on New Year's Day because yeah. in fact, I probably want to order takeout and like just have like just one hang of out those with yourself. like yeah. true- Like a self-date yeah. day. Treat yourself. Yeah. And because totally. I've been doing this like gratitude jar for the last like few years. Yeah. I so explain would... what that is because I love So my gratitude idea. jar, I started it, I, I can't even remember, probably a few years ago It's now. been a I've few been, years, like three it's or four been a maybe. Few, yeah, definitely. And so I have a jar where every single week I write down something I'm grateful for. And that can be not even like, I'm grateful that the sun is shining. Sure. But the way I do it is I, I take out a little piece of paper and I write the week, like the dates of the week. So like this week, it would have been like J- January 24th to January 30th. Mm-hmm. And then I'll write... Um, like, let's say today was my gratitude day. I'd be like January 28th, Kristen and I recorded our first podcast episode. Mm -hmm. And so I look at that and it can be something super, super mundane. It can be the highlight of your week. It can be like you met a friend for coffee. It can be you spent the day completely to yourself. It can be you worked on an exciting project. And so I found what was really cool about doing this, especially in 2020, when I thought the year was such shit, I looked at my gratitude jar And I was like, I have 52 reasons right here Mm -hmm. of why my year was amazing. And some of them were, I had the best day alone. I like listened to a pod, I listened to a really cool podcast. Like they weren't these big things, right? but I loved looking back on January 1st, looking back on my year when it seems like nothing has changed or like, oh, I don't think I did anything. And you're like, no, you did 52 cool things right that I love you that. loved because it kind of so centers much. yourself back to yeah what, what what's really important and like how yeah. gratitude doesn't have to be these like elaborate things where no oh I'm grateful that I have a Tesla in a huge apartment or whatever it's like I'm grateful that I have my health and I'm grateful that I was able to see some yeah. friends and and it's food. really cool like and off I used to do only one a week and I'd be like this was the my favorite part of the week I'm gonna do it but then some weeks I'd have where I was like oh my god Monday was really great too and Tuesday yeah. was really great too I don't want to choose one just limit to one yeah I don't want to choose like one event over the other to say that like hanging out with you know Kristen was better than hanging out with blah 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 yeah totally you know what I mean That's amazing. I want to give them you don't want to put weight. a cap on that gratitude I don't want to put a cap on how many weeks <laughs> I had so sometimes I'll be writing and I'll be like well shit I had a like really I had a good week. week holy shit yeah yeah I love and so that. I really like to read that but this year was so different and I know we talked about it a lot but mm-hmm. New Year's felt really like disjointed for you I feel like it didn't feel like no year, New Year's yeah no and I I mean like I just think I didn't I still haven't put a vision board together and I still yeah. haven't written down my goals, I guess, even though I have a do you have a like, Do you have a word for this year? My word is just my intention for the year right. is like unapologetic and almost, right. I don't want to say fearless because like we all have fear, but like just to not care what people think. 
right. at all. I love that. So my intention last year was to say no to things that don't serve, serve. me mm. faster. That's a hard and, thing. <laughs> yeah. And to trust that something better is going to come along. So like okay. the relationship I was in, the the minute that I was like, this is not it, yeah. I broke it Cut off. Cut it off, and Yeah. And I was like, I know that this is the right decision because it just no longer serves me and something better is going to come along. The job that I was working, it just, the that minute was a good I was example like, of that. <laughs> that was a great example. The job I was just in, I was yeah. like, this no longer serves Love me. That. I have to quit and yeah. I have to just trust that something better is going to come along. And I found, okay, one thing I want to talk about with goals. And I know okay. we, I gave this book to you, The Desire Map. Yes, love. But with goals, I no longer set a goal of like, I want to lose 15 pounds by blah, blah, blah. Or like, right. I want to work out three times a week, whatever. Because what I've learned about goals is that the goal itself doesn't actually matter. So what matters is you are trying to achieve the feeling you think that goal is going to give you. Right. So which for is example. Ob- which is often like contentment, confidence, yes. yeah. feeling successful, feeling approved. Yeah. So like, look at like, 90% of the world is like, I want to make 100K by the time I'm 30. That's yeah. like a goal. Like that's what they sure. want their salary to be. I've heard that so many times. And it's like, the reason that you want to make $100,000 by the time you're 30 is not to have $100,000 because I guarantee you, if you're making 100K, you're going to be wanting to making 150, 175, yeah. whatever. It's, it's all not just the, the rat race. Yeah, of course it's not. What you want is the freedom that you think 100K in your bank account will give you. Right. You want And also maybe to the be perceived... Like social status or whatever yes. that will come yes. with being in a certain All of that bracket. Stuff, which you can find freedom elsewhere. You can find – I don't know why you would need the validation of other people to say – not I don't know why, but like right. to like do it for the validation of other people. Like maybe I think that's tweak a common your, thing uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tweak your priorities there. Yeah. But that's kind of why I started to set an intention for the year. Um, and I would like to put on a word. I don't know the word yet, but – Set an intention because I find that when I'm presented with maybe like two opportunities and if it's like go to the – do this or that, I see what is my intention for the year and that helps me make my decision. Because I'm like, like this lot. feels more aligned with – With what you're trying with to get what I want this year. Yeah, with the person cool. I want to be this year. So that's what I would say when it comes to setting goals. Um, I've also heard that it's very helpful if somebody is a little bit more into setting physical goals. A lot of them is how you word it. And I think Mm -hmm. that goes back to what you were saying too. Like you want to achieve something, but actually ask yourself why you want to achieve that thing. But then also I think when people make goals for the year, like, like me, I do this and I don't know if anybody else can relate, but I'll write down like 45 things that I want to accomplish. Like before I'm 30, I made a list of 30 things and it's like a mm-hmm. really intense list, like skydiving yeah. and road tripping and all these different things. I'm like, I don't have the actual time in the next few mm-hmm. months to achieve those things. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But breaking it up into seasons or quarters, if you prefer, um, can really help people because I think yes. it's way easier to be like this winter I yeah. want to try to go for a run or I want to drive out where and mm-hmm. go for like a nice winter hike or whatever it is rather than writing down 75 things you want to accomplish in a year and then you kind of end up feeling really guilty and trying to fit in a bunch of stuff in like the, the end months you know what I mean which is always I found, me I'm like mm, yeah. gotta achieve all these things that I didn't do all year and then I always for feel what like reason I have no idea. because yeah. I didn't <laughs> achieve those things or like I didn't do it or stick to it and blah 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 because right. like we all know life will get in the way. Yeah. And then I feel like shit about myself. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do anything right. Or like, I can't stick to anything. And it's like, that's not true. You're just not picking things that you 
that you want actually to do. want you're to do. picking things you think that you should want because yeah. like everybody picks a fitness or health or wellness goal for the year. Totally. Everybody picks a career goal and like all mm-hmm. these things, but it's like I don't know. I just think why not make an intention of like the type of person you want to be this year. Totally. And that type of person you want to be has all the things that you want. Yeah. So if you try to And it's be probably like just closer person, to your truest self. And not yeah. like this like idealized version of somebody that you think is like perfect because that doesn't exist or somebody that you it see online or something. does not exist. Can Have I share a quote with you? Yes, of course. Um, I'll share the quote and then I'll tell you about my New Year's resolutions that I have not made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the one thing that I'm trying to do, and I guess this is like going back to my intention or like what you had kind of outlined earlier, yeah. is that instead of making like a long list, which I still do have that I probably need to tweak a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. The one thing that I think a lot of people maybe, maybe not just me, but um, fall victim to is like the everyday small gratifications rather than like the things that take discipline. You know what I mean? So I found this quote and it says, if you don't cultivate discipline, you'll be a slave to your impulses. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of resonated with me because I feel like I am often very tied to like the whim of my impulses. Like I would rather... Mm -hmm sit and scroll on TikTok or I'd rather do this or do that rather than doing things that I know would like cultivate discipline and keep promises to myself and Mm -hmm. like build me into kind of like the like a like me as a stronger happier person I think those things yeah yeah, I think those people like I don't think that you just happen upon discipline I think it's like an active state and I think that's something that I don't have Mm -hmm. um, very often so I agree I, I want to try to myself. cultivate like, self-discipline yeah. and keep promises to myself. Those are like my big intentions for this year. Mm-hmm. And to recognize that if I want to achieve these things that I say that I do, that it'll take me sacrificing the easy impulses over yeah. the more difficult choices. Like I'm not going to want to go for runs or I'm not going to like, cause I, I do want to mm-hmm. start running this year, both for my mental and my physical health, probably more for my mental. Cause I just think mm-hmm. that self-discipline that it takes to run is very unique and something that I've never yeah. really like since high school, I haven't really ever tapped back into. We can always run together. I'm happy to I run I would love with that. I would love that. Yeah. Um, but I know that like there's obviously going to be mornings where I'm going to be like, fuck this. I'm going to stay inside. Yeah. But that's the whole self-discipline part where like I know that the long-term goal of me mm-hmm. saying that I've accomplished something that I set out to do is yeah. going to be far more um, like fulfilling and rewarding yeah. than yeah. the short-term impulse of me staying in bed and like scrolling on TikTok or something like that. Well, it's so like it's so so true and that's when was it 2020 I ran a half marathon I know that was amazing not that I didn't like not that I signed up for anything or like whatever but I mean at the time well nothing was was happening nothing was happening but I was also like going through some shit of like losing all my jobs and not really sure of like what my next path was and I wanted to give I was like I felt like I saw everyone around me still working pretty normally and I was like I just need to give myself a goal and so there were days so I I picked a plan and I was like, I'm going to run. It was kind of like a 5K to half. And it was a four-month thing, May, June, July. Yeah. Or a three-month, I think it ended up being. Amazing. Um, And it had a goal every single week. I was like, I know I can comfortably run a 5K. And I think of things in miles. It just like works. For some reason, for running, it Weird. works. Yeah. So I knew that every single Saturday, I had to run like my big Your run long of the run? week. Yeah. And so I remember – that summer my birthday like party in the park was on a Saturday and so Mm -hmm. I was meeting everyone at like one or two o'clock and I was like I need to get my run in 
But I was like, I have a date of when I've set out to run this half marathon. And it was like July 31st. I'm but one of the hottest out. days in Toronto, like the smoggiest day. Oh my day. God, it was so hot. I remember I looking at, like, at the temperature and I was like, girl, you are wild. Yeah. I ran with a Can't go a for a nice bottle. May day. Has to be yeah, end I, of ran, July. I had a water bottle in my hand and I stopped in a Starbucks like halfway through and I was like, can you please refill my water bottle? It was so <laughs> I'm going thirsty. to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. But it's every so muggy single in week I set out. And I did that morning of my birthday, which I would have never done in past years. And well, I no, don't even you would have been like, like well, yeah, it's my birthday. That, I get to do whatever I want. But yeah, you kept that promise that to yourself. And that year, I was like, okay, I guess I have to run. And I, it was an eight mile. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to die. Yeah. But when I did it and then I had the party, it was like so much more enjoyable, so much more rewarding because I'm like, I've already done kept something that for myself. Yeah. Yes, it's I love. like a really cool feeling to do I'm that. I'm excited for that this year. Yeah. And I've also heard that I know like there's like the motivation thing that you're like, sometimes I don't have the motivation to do it, but motivation's a myth kind of. I'm not going to like pull that out completely, but like motivation, people think it's like motivation and then you're disciplined, but it's really like you build the discipline, you see results, and then you feel motivated to continue because- You have the Yeah, like you're not just going to wake up on a random day and be like, I'm going to just change my entire way of thinking and being. It does take like habit forming and like intentional thoughts and like pushing through your brain telling you that you don't need to be doing certain things. You know what I mean? Like I think that there is like a very active component. It's not just something like some people are motivated and some people are not. I don't think that's true. I think it's like a a skill that you can It's a skill that you cultivate. And I do think that like all these limiting beliefs that we have on ourselves, mm-hmm. I do think a lot of them will be alleviated when we keep promises to ourselves because we start to like trust ourselves more. Totally. And then you get to tap into that intuition more. Totally. Yeah. So it's like all tied in that if you just do stuff for yourself more and put yourself first, your body will just start to trust. You will start to trust yourself. So you'll like gain the confidence. And you'll probably want to spend more time with yourself as well, yeah. which I think is like the newfound thing, especially totally. with like my, like I, I've, I've always liked spending time with myself, but I think now I really enjoy like me, like my company mm. in a yeah. way that I didn't always. It's really Or maybe cool. that I didn't even think about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of my, some of my gratitude stuff from uh, last year was like, Went on a really nice walk. I remember last Valentine's Day, which usually like Valentine's Day used to always freaking get me. Even like I could be happy as a clam being single 364 days of the year, but Valentine's Day is like just- It gets you still, huh? It gets God me. God damn it, Aline. Not last year though. Last year. And last year I was like just starting to see someone. So I was like, I know, I think you wanted to spend Valentine's Day together. And I was like, oh, I have studying. Um, Should have been my first- red flag I guess for myself but um, (laughs) I remember I spent Valentine's Day and I was like I'm gonna treat myself like I've ever want like the like I've how I've always wanted someone to treat me on Valentine's Mm. Day so I woke up and one of my friends really cute she sent me like a cute Valentine's Day like breakfast and whatever yeah and that day I turned off my phone I stayed off social media I ordered delicious takeout I I had study and like stuff to do for school um, I spent all my stuff in school and then that night I went out for a walk and on my way home there were all these fireworks and I'm such a sucker for fireworks like it's actually wild really? I'm that person oh my god I think they're oh so god. dumb <gasps> I love I they're love so I'm that wasteful, person that like records it and I'm like <laughs> and they scare I dogs never, 
I don't care. I love it. <laughs> I don't care, actually. I love it. I, I see am that them. Yeah. Sucker for them. Okay. And I won't so yuck your my, yum. Yeah, thanks, babe. And <laughs> on my walk home, there were all these fireworks going off, and I was like, oh, "They're for me." And I came <laughs> I'm being home. celebrated. I am being celebrated. I swear, I had the best Valentine's Day of my life up until this point that I was like, this was the best day ever. I just wow, did everything for myself. Like mm. I watched the shows that I wanted. I was off social media. So I didn't see all these like fake people putting like the love of my life who broke yeah, up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Long ass quotes and those long ass quotes captions. are like my forever when they've been in a relationship for three months. Yeah. Um, and it just was like the best freaking day. Good for and you. And I realized I did all of that shit for myself. And, it and was not the out of like time. a self pity thing, out of like a self love thing. No, like I was like, show yourself some love. Like, why are you spending it miserable? So yeah. I don't know. It was just like a really, it was a really nice day. So I'm like, do stuff for yourself. It's it, just I as think nice it only as when someone else does it for you. Yeah, totally agreed. Amazing. Well, we've gone off on a bunch of tangents. A little this bit. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. But I think the Start bottom line off. is, is that this is going to be a fantastic year. I know. And I'm I so have excited. no hair. You have no hair. Maybe it's I'll very cold. Just kidding. It's very. <laughs> it's cold out here. Negative twenty five degrees. It's not easy to not have uh, not yeah. hair right now. It's very cold on my head. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's okay. God. Yeah, More cute hats. I also bought a balaclava and some earmuffs, so I'm feeling v cute. Don't worry about me. Love all of that. Oh yeah. Be warm and toasty and cute AF. Exactly. Love it. Okay, well, I love you, and um, love you, and I'm so excited for this season, guys. Me too. I am truly. If you have any questions or any comments, topics, or yes, DM us. Should we say the theme of the season? Do we know what the is there a theme for the season? Our theme, when we are thinking about it, is questions that we have basically the, been asked that we hate getting asked. You I guess that's I mean? kind of the theme. I, 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 I guess it's, I guess it's just like re recontextualizing questions that we've been asked yeah yes maybe that's a better way of putting it no but i, I understand what you're saying but i think you know in I mean? general we just want to question some things get into some deeper con- like uh, conversations yeah. but also a lot of them have very very humorous angles and i think yeah. one thing that we definitely want to dive into this year and the season is getting more audience questions and kind of like doing more advice yeah. giving and stuff like that because I don't want to do my own horn, but I give great advice, I think. Toot toot, baby, toot toot. Toot toot. <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you have any questions or do, have yeah. topics, just DM us on our Instagram, Accidental Friends Podcast. You can DM us on our personal Instagrams That's true too. too, yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, As per, But yes. just let us know. And I hope you all had an amazing start to this year. Keep yes. your... Keep your head up out there. Give yourself a hug from from us. It's hard out there yeah. sometimes. <laughs> it is rough. Okay. All I right. love you. Love you. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and is produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you and see you on Thursday. <laughs>